I think for, for us, it's if you're a high school coach, we have a course specifically for you. If you're a college coach, we have a course specifically for you. If you work with children in non-traditional settings, urban areas, rural areas, we have a course for you. If you are a goalkeeper person, we have a course for you. So we're we're more like A to Z. We're hopefully a one-stop shop for all coach, all coaches to learn and to get better and to improve. Um, I just think that we're more uh, open and flexible to helping coaches where they're at. We're here again at the United Soccer Coaches Convention in Philadelphia. Another legend, mm -hmm. Mr. Vince Gansberg <laughs> on the show. Vince and I have actually had uh, interactions before because I've taken several of your courses. I did the director of coaching course. I think you ran that one. I can't I remember. So. It was a few years back. Then I've done the advanced national and the premier. I just finished, finished the, premier the premier diploma. Yeah. Yeah. Never actually met you in person, though. It's all been over Zoom. Zoom. Yes. So great to meet you in person. Thank you. You too. Um, I'm excited to just get to know you a little bit better because I'm not too familiar with your background. So why don't you just fill us in? By the way, you are the director of coaching education for United Soccer Coaches. That is correct. Yeah, just so is everyone my, is aware. That is my official title. Yes. Um, yeah, so thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's great to see people back in person again. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's definitely really good. Last year we had our convention in Kansas City, and we kind of got back a little bit. But this year it just seems way different because there's more people, there's more yeah. coaches, and mm -hmm. it just feels good again. So, um, But, yeah, thank you. Um, a little of my background, I'm a teacher by trade. So I was a high school mm -hmm. teacher and coach. Nice. thought I was going to do that my entire life. And then I uh, just happened to... Uh, stumble upon the state director of coaching job for mm -hmm. Indiana Youth Soccer. Yeah. Uh, so I left teaching after 14 years, did, and I worked for Indiana Youth Soccer for 10 years mm -hmm. as their director of coaching education. Yeah. Uh, then I don't know what I was thinking, but I went back into teaching. I <laughs> uh, did that for two years. What were you US, teaching? I was teaching business and okay. technology. Econ, marketing, accounting. Yeah. Try making accounting fun for high school kids. But um, I was doing that. And then U.S. Soccer called me and said, would you design the F license for us online? So that's what I did. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I tend to not specialize, but my niche for a long time was known as working with little ones. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of it's because I'm about their height, and so I <laughs> match up pretty well. <laughs> um no, so U.S. Soccer asked me to do the F license, do other mm -hmm. things for them. So, you know, it was an honor to work for them yeah, and, for sure. and as a consultant. And uh, the situation came up where I had to kind of think about moving on. And yeah. so I moved on with the NSCAA and United Soccer Coaches, and I've been working with them for the past six years. So, oh. But I started with the NSCAA as a young coach. Mm -hmm. So when did they rebrand from NSCAA to United Soccer Coaches? Oh, that was about 20... Oh, gosh, someone's going to correct... I know, I'm going to get the wrong <laughs> I would say it's about five years ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. five or, yeah, about five, six years ago. So pretty maybe. soon after yeah. you joined. Four or five years ago, yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I've been doing that role ever since. I was the Associate Director of Coaching Education until last year. 
and then I was given the opportunity to become the director of coaching education when my uh, predecessor, Ian Barker, left. You have experience with U.S. soccer. Obviously, now you're all the way into United Soccer Coaches. What is the biggest differences, do you think, in not only, like, the structure, the organization of the coaching education side of things, but then also, like, the methodology and what you guys are actually trying to teach? Yeah. I get that question. I get this question a lot. I'm sure yeah, you do. Difference. <laughs> yeah, sure well, you. one main difference is that they're the NGB, so the nationally governing body. Right. And FIFA only allows one per country. Yeah. So they are the licensing organization of this country. So that's one big distinction. Mm-hmm. That's why we offer diplomas as opposed to licenses. Ah. So that's one major difference. Um, we have, I think for, for us, it's... If you're a high school coach, we have a course specifically for you. If you're a college coach, we have a course specifically for you. If you work with children in non-traditional settings, like urban areas, rural areas, we have a course for you. If you are a goalkeeper person, we have a course for you. So we're we're more like A to Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we kind of we're, we're basically we're hopefully a one-stop shop for all coach all mm-hmm. coaches to learn and to get better and to improve where you know US soccer has their curriculum they have their methodology um, they get you know everyone gets assessed there's that standard that they have um, not not that we don't we do too but um, I just think that we're more uh, open and flexible to helping coaches where they're at Okay. And so we try and find, you know, if someone wants a, a course on working with children with exceptional abilities, mm-hmm. um, that before I think they were called disabled, yeah. now we call them exceptional abilities yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And like that. if uh, we'll find somebody to teach that, if a club or an organization wants to have that type of course. Okay. Well, U.S. Soccer really doesn't have that, right? They have their... Their, um, you know, their grassroots licenses, and then they have their D and their C and their B and the A. And the I've stuff. noticed recently they have started to offer more specialized topics. Yeah, so they've rolled out their DOC license. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've got a few specialty licenses, if you will, um, mm-hmm. and they're actually rolling out goalkeeping. I do. Oh, know nice. That well, that's well. good. So, um, yeah, but I think for me, it's just, you know, we don't really have one. We have a, a methodology. We traditionally do a progressive method with our coaches, right? Simple to complex with a warm-up, start, end with a game, or clear to real, Mm -hmm. we like to say, where U.S. soccer has their specific methodology. For example, there's OLI for their CB and D. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's in the D now or not, but there's CB and A. Mm -hmm. And then there's play practice play for the grassroots. Right. we believe that there's more than just one methodology, yeah. though. I mean, for kids and yeah. players. So, um, but I, that's what I mean. I think we, we kind of try and meet coaches where they're at with our curriculum and our design mm-hmm. uh, for practices and activities. I, I've just always found that we try to, if you've got a special niche, then we'll find somebody to teach that. Yeah. And we'll make you better, make you a better coach and improve you. That's kind of what I've noticed from my experiences. It just seems that it's more open-ended and kind of leaves things up to coaches' interpretation. Yes. I tell you, it's interesting you say that because last night I presented 
uh, a session, and it was on pressing. And last <laughs> week, I'm teaching this advanced national, and this one coach talked about pressing and the nine being, and he and he quoted it as the tip of the spear. Ah. And I'm like, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah it is brilliant. Right? I heard that so one before. Like, yeah. I'm using. I'm stealing that one. He goes, what? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what. I'm, yeah. To to your point. I think that we hopefully every instructor, every educator, we call them coach developers. Mm -hmm. Every coach developer that we have teaching courses are open like that mm -hmm. and listen, listen to our coaches and just, you know, it's not our way, it's a way sure. to, yeah. to deliver practices, to work with kids, to manage the environment, all those things. So Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's funny you mentioned that because it was, last night I used a phrase, I used a little little phrase that I actually picked up stole from one of your students from one of my yeah from, yeah yeah and that was great huh. yeah that's, that's great and that's what it's all about you know you never stop learning and getting yeah. new information and ideas and yeah. and that's what shapes you know you as a coach like that's what coaching is it's a lifelong yes. thing so yep. I think there's a lot of value in the U.S. soccer co courses like oh, yeah. I absolutely of course like you, you know you got to go through those uh, uh, levels as well if you want to be a high level coach um, it, they they just provide value in different ways, and yeah. I think like with United Soccer Coaches, it's more of a, a community. Yes. You know, uh, it brings people together a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, I always tell coaches though they should get as much education as they can. Yeah, yeah. it's through our association, through the federation. If you can afford it, and you can spend the time with your family, which is your best team. I always tell. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Coaches then great, go, go do mm -hmm. it. You know, I, I did all my NSCA courses first because really I thought I was just going to be a high school teacher and coach and I really didn't need my B license or my A license. Yeah, sure. Then I left teaching to become the state director of coaching mm -hmm. for Indiana Youth Soccer. And they said, well, you got to go get your B. Yep. And so then you got to get like your A if you want to keep your job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, to your point. Where, but I took the NSCA courses uh, just because that fit me. Yeah, and and budget wise, it fit my budget. Right, and I mean, I've, yeah. time wise, it fit my time. But it's not for everybody either. Some people like more the, you know, the, I don't want to say more the structured, the rigid. Yeah. yeah, and some people, and that's fine. And U.S. Soccer's done a great job in, I mean, just reinventing their courses. For example, the play practice play, perfect mm. for young kids. Yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah, it hasn't true. been stagnant at all. No, like, no, because I even like kind of what you're talking about. Because obviously, you've been wanting me to get more credits, obviously under my belt, and like it just seems like the classes that y'all are offering seem like a way better option for me as opposed to going and getting my yeah. D or my C or my B. I mean, I know I should get it because you still got to develop, but like if I don't have aspirations of kind of coaching at that high, high level, but I still want to get better at, you know, training kids, training groups and things like that. That seems like more of a fit for me. Yeah. And, and it, I kind of like how you mentioned the same thing, like you got all those because you were in high school and you didn't really need it. Yeah, but then yeah. when it got there, you obviously had to buckle up and do it. But yeah, yeah. it seems like you're just covering all the bases with the courses that you guys yeah, have. It's funny you mentioned that because that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was a college player. I became a teacher. 
I thought, yeah, I can do this, right? Mm -hmm. When the AD came to me, because um, what happened was I was a young teacher, first year teacher. I was going to be an assistant coach at the high school that I was teaching at, and the head coach just up and resigned oh, wow. two weeks before the season. So the athletic director, who was a football coach, not being stereotypical here, but he was a football coach, and he yeah. came to my classroom, knocked on my classroom, and he just said, you're our new boy soccer coach. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> right? Right and so the year before, they were 25-0. and 0. Yeah, that program. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh boy. So okay, I can do this, right? I played. I was pretty decent. I was okay. Yeah. Ooh, I had a long way to go. Yeah. And then what happened was, uh, I I coached across the street from Notre Dame, mm -hmm. University of Notre Dame. There's a, a coach there by the name of Mike Berticelli. Oh, I've heard, yeah. And, yeah, so yeah. he was in the NCAA. He was the director of coaching education while he was the men's soccer coach. Mm -hmm. At Notre Dame, and long story short, he, he came to watch me coach because he was going to send his son to play for me. His son was in eighth grade. What's this? Yeah, this guy. All yeah. Uh -huh. Well, I was bad back then. But, um, <laughs> and we were. It was zero zero. We're playing an inferior team. Mm -hmm. We should have been. Should have been over by halftime. Yeah. Because I wanted to get younger kids in and. And we were, it was awful. We played horrible. And, and he heard, and everybody heard the volume of my speech, thankfully not the words, mm -hmm. but the volume. And we scored six goals in the second half. Well, at the, after the game, he was there in his Notre Dame gear. Mm -hmm. And he came up to me and he said, can I have a copy of your halftime speech? And I'm like, uh, uh, I was embarrassed. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, he said, because if I can get my Notre Dame guys to score six goals and a half, I'm set for life. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. And he said, and then he put his arm around me. And I forget this moment. Have you ever taken a coaching course? Mm -hmm. And I said, no. Yeah. And so he convinced the high school parents to register me for the national diploma that summer. Yeah. So I took the national diploma at Ohio Wesleyan University. He was one of the instructors. Shellis Hyman was my instructor, who was yeah. one of the goats yeah, yeah. in our organization. That's two straight episodes where we get a Shellis Hyman shout-out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to help us get him on. I nice. can try. Um, he's in <laughs> high demand. But, yeah. Oh, uh, I can't imagine, yeah. Yeah, he was my instructor, and it completely changed my life because I, did, I had all this knowledge, but I didn't know how to organize my thoughts into a meaningful practice. Mm -hmm. And that's what the National Diploma taught me. Yeah, um, and then I did the advanced, which is more about functional training, positional play, and then I did the premier, which is about systems. Mm -hmm. But the best, one of the best courses I ever took was the National Youth License, and now we call, now we have it. It's called the National Youth Diploma. Okay, okay. And it was honestly, it was a, it was a, it was, it's a course that really changed a lot of how coaches work with youth after its inception in the late 90s, mm -hmm. it came out. Yeah. And it was really the first course to ever use kids. So one day it was all about U6s. The next day it was all about U8s. Next day U10s. Yeah. And you literally had to coach each age group. Jeez. And you had professional coaches taking the course, scared to death, coaching with five-year-olds. Oh, yeah, some of them. Just yeah, absolutely yeah. scared. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's different. But. Oh, yeah. You got to be able to do that if you want to coach the top two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. how I, that's how I started when you when I first started yeah. coaching with you. Yeah. Just stuck me with the little ones. Once you can maintain them, yeah, good from there. Yeah, pretty easy. much do anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I, and I think 
that also helps me just shape my courses because, you know, if, if I'm struggling managing the energy of five and six year olds for 30 to 45 minutes, mm-hmm. yeah, imagine the mom and dad coach that's never coached before, doesn't really know the game. Yeah. So, as an as a coach educator, coach developer, how can I design courses and curriculums that help them? Right. Not mm-hmm. only survive, but thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. So that's obviously one side of things, and that's important. You know, yeah. we have to build uh, more. You know. I don't want to say lower level coaches, but less experienced coaches yes. up, right? Yeah. But then, when we look at the top end of things, I feel like we're still not hitting the mark, and I think that's yeah. that even shows like in in you know what we saw in the World Cup, right? Sure. I'm not calling anybody out specifically. <laughs> we know who we're talking about. Oh, for sure we do. But like you got a team that's got just so much ability. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did okay. You know, they had some moments. Then we had, did what we were supposed to they do. They didn't put together a full ninety minutes, but like there were there each game they had a good solid forty five minutes. But I feel like I just got the feeling they could have done better. Yes. So what do you think? I guess my question is, what do you think we can do at the top to develop better high, high, high level coaches? Well, we just need to continue to do well. U.S. Soccer is rolling out CEUs for A, B, and C licenses, because okay. I think what happens is, what, what did happen for a long time, is once you got your A license, mm-hmm. you stop learning. Right. Yeah, I think coaches at the top levels, they need to continue to strive and to learn, yeah. and to keep learning, and, and find new methods, find new training methods, learn about periodization, learn about all mm-hmm. these things that high-level, top-level players need. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not necessarily the X's and O's either. Yeah. Most of it's the management. stuff. Yeah, yeah like the mental the player, side. Yeah, yeah. The player side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you treat your players? How do you create a culture? Yeah. How do you... And I think a lot of players get in, you know, I just call it operation mode. Mm-hmm. Right? They're like, okay, I'm just going. Yeah. And I like what U.S. Soccer is going to do. They're going to roll out CEUs and CPDs or CPDs. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so if you're an A licensed coach, you gotta to keep your license. You gotta. That makes sense, go though. Get some CPDs. Yeah. So Just that renew will hopefully. It. Yes, renew it. Yeah. And that will hopefully, therefore, elevate the level. Yeah, of the for coach, sure. Elevate the level of the players. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that's not already a thing. Yeah. It makes sense, though. Yeah. 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 It used to be. Okay. It used yeah, to yeah, be, yeah. and then they they got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> some people, so they did CEUs, but and they would have they could audit a course. Yeah. Which means they basically just went and sit on their rear ends for eight days and did nothing. Yeah. But watched the course. Uh-huh. Well, U.S. Soccer tried to change that, but then they got away from the CEUs for a while. Mm-hmm. But now they're bringing them back, which I, I it's a good move because. Oh, for sure. And our courses will be a part of that CEU. We hope. We hope. Our courses will be part of the CEUs and CPDs. Oh, so you guys are actually going to work, work together. together. Oh, yes. that'll be cool. Yeah. See, I, I didn't even realize that was yeah. a possibility, a and I think that that's only a good thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, for sure. For everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It yeah. should be one centralized system with everything that we do. Yes. Yeah, you need to yeah. do something different if it's not really working. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Vince, look, I know that you are a man in demand. you got a meeting coming <laughs> up here. That's all right. I'm also very concerned that our, our laptop is going to die. Well, no, it's good. I mean, we're looking yeah. at the battery. I think we we're down to three. We're down to three percent. So I don't want to lose this. Yeah, we're getting close. But I think that we, you know, 
touched on some good stuff, and I'd love to keep going, but you yeah. know, we definitely should follow up sometime, maybe over yeah. Zoom or something. Yeah, for sure. Zoom, or we can yeah. sit in a restaurant, move some sugar packets around. And yeah. Yeah, there you go. Game. Yeah. yeah sounds great, right. man. Right. Hey, thanks a lot for everything you Thank do. You. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. Sounds yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you, sir. All right.